Hey, thanks for listening to the Daily Walk podcast. Just want to remind you that if you have any questions, any thoughts, any comments, or any prayer requests, you can go online to the Boulder Church website, which is at boulder.church. Send them along. We'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, look after each other and live love. Good morning. It is Friday, May 10. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Jay Fit de Oliveira, and it is the end of the week. It's been a great week, and uh, tomorrow I'm looking forward to preaching on this particular passage as well. And, uh, and so, yeah, it's, it's good. And so let me uh, pray for today. Uh, Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for this passage. Thank you for what you've called us to, to belong to and be to be part of this new humanity. We ask as we think about what it is to be a worshiper, as we read on this passage here, give us new insight and understanding in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Well, we have come full circle, so we are back to the translation that we started the week in on Sunday, the English Standard Version, the ESV. And again, I'm reading John chapter 4, verses 1 through 26. Subheading, Jesus and the Woman of Samaria. Now when Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus was making and baptizing more disciples than John, although Jesus himself did not baptize but only his disciples, he left Judea and departed again for Galilee. And he had to pass through Samaria. So he came to a town of Samaria called Sychar, near the field that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, so Jesus, wearied as he was from his journey, was sitting beside the well. It was about the sixth hour. A woman from Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a woman of Samaria? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw water with, and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob? He gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did his sons and his livestock. Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks of the water that I give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I will not be thirsty or have to come here to draw water. Jesus said to her, Go, call your husband and come here. The woman answered him, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, You were right in saying I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and the one you have now is not your husband. What you have said is true. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, but you say that in Jerusalem is the place where people ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know, for salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father is seeking such people to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah is coming, he who is called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. 
Okay, so here's our final question for this week and for today. And uh, before we reflect on it one more time in the sermon, but uh, this is uh, the Daily Walk question. Have you ever been guilty of finding identity in the way or day that you worship? And how does a focus on that, on, sorry, how does a focus on Jesus change that? Well, this is a great question for you to answer by talking about that paper that you wrote when you were like 12 years old in school. Oh, really? My best day, the spoiling of my best day. Was that it? Oh, yeah. Did you say that you found some identity in being a Sabbath keeper back then? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, so just to tell the story. No, I... I, It's a good one. I I totally forgot about that. That's true. Um, Yeah, that's true, actually. I... I, that, that slipped my mind entirely. Yes, okay, so I'll no, tell part of it. I'll yeah, start it. Jacob yeah. had an assignment. Were you 12? Yeah, I think so. 12, yeah, I think 14, so. 13, I don't know, yeah. somewhere in there. He was an adolescent, let's put it yeah. that way. And he had a teacher that he thought was attractive, I think, an English teacher. Yeah, yeah. And he had an assignment that was called, it, the topic was the spoiling of my best day. And the teacher probably had in mind... Something like, you know, you were planning to go to the beach and then there was a big thunderstorm or mm. something like that. Mm. But what Jafet wrote about was, go Jafet, explain I, it. I wrote about how um, Saturday would eventually, our Sabbath would eventually be destroyed by, uh, by laws that would be created that we wouldn't be able to observe and keep First it. First by Constantine. Yeah. And then later was, he went through the whole history. Yeah, and I had pictures. Of and, Sabbatarianism. Uh, he had pretty, uh, charts. pretty graphic. Did you have the... Um, this was my first introduction. I think to explain to her who Jesus is. So it was it was pretty it was pretty interesting reaction. <laughs> to well, say she the probably least. just was like, "Huh, what a weird kid! What an interesting young man!" Oh man, yeah, I do remember that. I mean, yeah, talk about finding identity in in a day that you worship. Yes, uh, it was pretty it was pretty amazing. Uh, I think that actually that's what is interesting is that sometimes our identity is actually more in the day than it actually is in. Uh, the one who created the day for us. Yeah. And I think this story, more than anything, is, is actually a story of, of a higher place or a third way to be able to express who we are. So when he says, you know, when she comes to him and, and says, well, we worship in Samaria on this mountain and you guys worship in Jerusalem on that mountain, he says, well, look, it's not about that mountain or this mountain. It's actually there's a better way to to exist. There's this third higher plane. There's a there's another level, another elevation that you need to rise to. And and he's kind of constantly drawing her into that space, uh, which is which is fantastic. And it's difficult for us because we are constantly trying to draw ourselves back into the nitty gritty of like, well, this is the mundane. We like the mundane, mm. and we love that concrete level of what worship should look like when it looks just like this. Yeah, I think it's interesting getting that massive sense of identity and mm-hmm. kind of pride from, I don't know, the way that you worship, the day that you worship on, because mostly for most of us, the reason that we do this is because somebody taught us to do it. So it's not like it's some kind of mark of individual distinction or whatever, you know, I was yeah. brought up in a home where people did this. And so yeah. it's not surprising that I do this. So why I would think, wow, I really have figured out the universe and everything in it. It just it, seems a little strange as a conclusion to draw. I've had this. I've had this person a couple of times, uh, maybe more than a couple of times, actually write to me and just he's he's very upset that that when we send out the daily walk, we on Saturday we we don't say Sabbath. 
Well, we just call it by the day that it's its and, name, not its um, and so, title, I guess. And so he gets very upset and he writes and says, Saturday is Sabbath. And, and truth but is... But the day is, is Saturday. Well, it's that's exactly Saturday. it. And here's the thing. It goes out throughout the entire world. Uh, Sabbath actually for us, uh, we believe, that the Bible teaches that it actually starts on Friday night and uh, and ends on Saturday night. Yeah, so it's Friday so, also Sabbath. So should I send it out the daily walk on Friday and call that Sabbath and then call Saturday Sabbath as well and have two Sabbaths? It's going to confuse people. So it's not... I think we well, call it the date, <laughs> the date that it is and the day of the week as we call it in the English language. I'm just like... That is all. So I, I haven't I haven't like spent a huge well, because amount of time. Isn't it correct yeah. that in the Bible there were lots of Sabbaths too, that a Sabbath could be something sure. in addition to... Sure. So it's a word that has a meaning beyond yes. this literal a day yes. of the week, the seventh day. Yeah. Means, but I mean, we and we, but we hold, we I mean, hold to that. I don't have and a problem I, with people calling it Sabbath. I just don't see why anybody would freak I think out that one there way or the is, other. You can use the words interchangeably. I think the purpose of worship is to bring us closer, closer to God. And if if you end up fighting about worship and you're not getting closer to God, maybe there needs to be a sit down about why you're fighting in the first place and what's the purpose of it. And so. For me, if, if people are gathering together and they're getting closer to God, I think we are on the journey, uh, a healthier journey in that direction. Mm. And, and that's, uh, that's a good thing to happen. So, yeah, I think we should, uh, we should spend more time focusing on that. And I think we've, I've shifted my thinking a lot uh, through Scripture. Uh, the more time I spend in Scripture, the more I see that it's actually drawing us closer to Christ. But um, let me repeat the question one more time for everybody. Have you ever been guilty of finding identity in the way or the day that you worship, and how does a focus on Jesus change that? Uh, Think about that, look after each other, live love, and we'll connect tomorrow. Thanks for your support for the Daily Walk podcast. Wherever you are in the world, we just want to let you know that we're praying for you, and we're glad that you're praying for us too. If you can help us out by giving online, then please go to boulder.church forward slash give and help this ministry actually make an effect on others as well. Keep us in your prayers, look after each other, and live love.